0: Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, dot com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Glad to have you guys with us today. JC, why do you keep matching me? I uh. had this t-shirt on first, man. We look like we're trying to match for the show or something. Yeah, so here's the secret. Chris Ann tells J.C. what he has to wear every day, right? And then he just he just I obey. diligently obeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it works, right? And if you believe that, we live in Florida, so we have some swampland that we can send over to you. <laughs> it just must be how the spirit is today. We've just got this liberty addict spirit going mm. on today, and and so here we are. I'm changing out chairs tomorrow, JC. I can't stand this chair anymore. Just to say, whatever. So, hello to everybody. We are live. I usually put in the little chat room, uh, welcome liberty-loving patriots, both on YouTube and Facebook chat rooms, but I don't have that going on here today. So I just wanted to be upfront, let you guys know we are live. Yep. We are live. Hello Yuba to City, everyone. What's up, Yuba City? All right. Woohoo! Thank you. Hey guys. Uh, Let me remind you, we have the Texas meeting coming up. The Texas meeting, September 4th. Come and learn about your right to keep and bear arms and how your state government. I don't understand why this is not like uh, people aren't talking about this more. Are we so consumed by COVID that we are no longer in the discussion process of our right to keep and bear arms? Because what I'm seeing Is that the right to keep and bear arms, just like covid government shutdowns, just like mask mandates, the right to keep and bear arms is at greater jeopardy and your state and local level now than it is at the federal level. Now, that might change in November. Right. Given the election, because I guarantee you, if Kamala Harris becomes president of the United States, you can pretty much guarantee that the ATF and and every other federal SWAT team is going to be weaponized
1: to come after us. Not that there's not a threat now, but it certainly will increase. It will increase.
0: Right. I'm not going to say there isn't a threat. As a matter of fact, that's part of what we're going to be talking about today. The fact that the deep state is still moving with Donald Trump in office. Right. The federal agencies are still... lurching across America taking the everyday Joe's rights. You know, we get mad about Bannon, the the Postal Service raiding Bannon. We're not mad because the Postal Service is particularly raiding Bannon. We're mad that the Postal Office has a SWAT team that can raid people. And if they're raiding Bannon, what did we put up there? Like 2,500 raids the Post Office has done? So you saw one. You saw Bannon on his yacht. Who else are they raiding? Yeah. So this is, this is the point. You know, Donald Trump may be uh, holding things back to an extent. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe not.
0: But we got to understand that at this point... If Kamala Harris becomes President of the United States, they'll be Katie Barr the door, my friend. Katie Barr the stinking door. Because she's coming. And she's made no qualms about it. I'm going to take your guns... I'm going to shut down your churches. Yeah. I'm going to force this on you. I'm going to force that on you. I'm going to take your businesses. I'm going to take your money. Look, I am not campaigning for anybody. Let's just be clear about that. I have, I am not a person that takes political sides. I'm, te- I'm just talking about what the woman has professed in her own ideology and her own promises to her people. Right. I mean, look at this. D- look. First off, uh, maybe I'm off track here a little bit, but if you think that Joe Biden, who is going to be, what, 82 years old?
1: Yeah, at the end of his term, I think he would be uh <clears throat> He'd 82.
0: be 80-something. Yeah. 80-something, right? What are you doing? JC's trying to play a clip for you. <laughs> you should pull it. me? I see a
1: red sash. I killed a man wearing it. So run, Kerr. Run! Tell all the other Kers the coming. You tell them I'm coming. And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me!
0: Is that Camel or is that you? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Take your pick.
0: <laughs> you can take your red. I see a red scarf.
1: Yeah. yeah. Who's coming?
0: <laughs> Who's coming?
1: <laughs> Tombstone. Wyatt Earp.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Tombstone. Wyatt Earp. There you go. There's your little, uh, your media. Now they're going to block us because copyright. of copyright infringement. Thanks a lot, JC.
1: You tell them I'm coming.
0: You tell them I'm coming. <laughs> Oh, see, people saying the YouTube glitched the last two minutes. You didn't even get to see. You didn't even get They're already preemptively banning us because of your of your uh, uh, copyright infringement. Mm -hmm. Right. So what I'm saying is, right, that if if you think that Joe Biden is actually going to be president, if you thought that George W. Bush was president and not Dick Cheney, then then you're not you're not watching right mm. but you think if you know that Dick Cheney was president while George W Bush was president yeah multiply that by a hundredfold
1: same scenario
0: but but a hundredfold yeah Biden cannot even carry on a coherent six word sentence the man is crazy i don't and and i say that in, in the most loving clinical kind of way you know it's not like wow he's woo woo i mean he's like dsm 5 right he's got some kind of thing going on i but, don't know if it was all the drugs Chris i don't Wallace know if it was
1: loved his speech at the convention that he spent 6 weeks preparing to give that speech and uh You know, like he had all that time in the basement to get ready for that. And Chris Wallace thinks he did great.
0: Isn't he the one that had tingles up his leg when Obama? No,
1: that's Chris Matthews. He's he's gone. That guy retired or something.
0: Oh, wow. Cool. Whatever.
1: Chris Wallace is the Fox guy.
0: All right, guys, you know how YouTube works. If they kick you off, you got to come back. Right now, while we're talking about that, hit the thumbs up, guys. Hit the thumbs up right now. And I'm I'm actually going to do it, too. Here we go. Watch me. There we go. Thumbs up. And hit the share, okay? If you hit the share, you will bring people back to us. So here we go. I even hit, look at me, I'm going to hit the share for my own episode, right? You got to bring people to us because YouTube is killing us. I'm watching. You guys are getting kicked off. We got like 43 people watching that's not even possible with forty thousand subscribers. How is that even possible with forty thousand subscribers? I don't even know that. I don't. How do you even do that? Hey, uh, let me. Where we want to go? This. Oh, here's our mask moment for the day, everybody. JC may, JC's on this kick of making these great, great memes. I don't. Is that what you call them these days? Memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So JC's on a kick of making these great memes, and I'm co-opting them.
1: You're being right? mean to me.
0: You're being mean to me. I'm co-opting them. JC's doing the artwork. I'm, look, I gave you the credit down here at the bottom. Thank you, ma'am. But I'm also taking them. So uh, we had this conversation yesterday on the air about rebreathing your carbon dioxide, by the way. Uh, you wouldn't re-drink your urine, so why re-breathe your air? I wish people really understood, JC, how, 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 how freaking nasty that is. I mean, seriously, everybody's like, oh, that's not the same thing. That's hyperbole. No, I don't think so. You have no idea what your body expels as waste from your mouth. Okay. Think about what your mouth smells like if you have not brushed your teeth. Mm, And don't tell me it's because you were eating. Okay. You didn't eat all night. And even if you brushed your teeth before you went to bed, you wake up. What's your breath smell like? after a whole night of not eating anything, okay? Ooh. That's the waste Ooh. in your mouth. Okay, Ooh. people? And when you wear these stupid masks, you are rebreathing that. Isinger says urine has way less bacteria than your mouth. No kidding. I imagine. Cuz I mean. the bacteria doesn't live in that environment. But if you have high content of bacteria in your urine, you have an infection.
1: How many I'm remember? Just the, saying. How many remember the video from Iran where they had that was the cure, drink camel urine? Was the cure for COVID?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> so that meme doesn't work if you
0: do your bidding. I'm not doing it, guy. man. Not not doing it. It's crazy. So here's I wanted to show you this. <laughs> what are you watching? You're laughing. I think
1: somebody said so. The conclusion is uh, mask wearers drink their urine.
0: Mask wearers. Oh, that's that's like a liberal <laughs> logic class.
1: Very good. I like it.
0: Great. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to talk about. Oh, (laughs) this is the one that I wanted to put up. So you guys know that I talked a little bit about the DNC convention because I watched it. I was trying to get to Barack Obama's speech because he was supposed to, like, kill it. I never actually even went back and watched it. I lost my enthusiasm over how he was going to kill it because I read, you know, it's kind of like reading the end of the book first. After I found out what he actually said and that he actually didn't kill it, I I was like, no, I don't want to be there. So we talked about how Nancy Pelosi was lying about her background, right? We talked about how they're lying about who Kamala Harris is. We talked about how... Now Hillary Clinton at the DNC in her little video said that the the Democrats were leading the way to bring honest elections back. Right? Right. <laughs> you were here when Good I did one. that part. <laughs> so here's the You're headline. So funny.
1: <laughs> you go girl. <laughs> really? She-
0: i got a joy (laughs) so i thought i'd give some fair air time here with them with the the democrats complaining about donald trump's speech right trump's alternate alternate reality tv convention tests his beliefs about people now i don't really care about all of that stuff really what the, the the point that i was I was going to make here because they got a whole list of things. Uh, the distance between reality and Trump's presentation is both a glaring weakness for the president and a gap in which he sees strength heading into November election. Okay, so they're they're talking about how he lies about who he was, about what he's done. I, I just here's my question, JC. Let me put this headline back up there. Does anybody actually? watch these things and expect to hear truth i mean seriously at this point in time does anybody watch the democrat national convention or the republican national convention and expect to not hear things to sell the candidates
1: yeah, that's the whole point. It's marketing.
0: This this marketing, conventions, people.
1: Conventions are big commercials for the candidate and the party. So, what do you expect to hear? What
0: is exactly the <laughs> shock What's here? Your expectation. I know. That's what I'm saying. I went to the DNC and watched the DNC thing. I had no false expectation that right. we were going to have oh my honest gosh. and
1: They're lying. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shock. So.
0: I'm wondering because, all right, JC and I are kids of the 80s, right? Kids of the 80s when Transformers first came out, you have the the uh, 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 action figures and stuff. And it's funny because somewhere in the transition in the 80s, when they had the Power Rangers and the action figures and stuff, there came a legal disclosure disclaimer at the bottom that said, you know, these toys don't actually do what they do in these commercials uh-huh. right right so because you have what you had was a dramatization sometimes they even had them walking yeah. that was before you actually had things that were sure. robotically motivated uh, m- m- you know m- moving and so you had this thing at the bottom that said uh, these are dramatic depictions the toys don't actually do this whatever
1: yeah. uh, this little six inch guy does not actually have a kung fu grip
0: Right, exactly. He just doesn't. He's a
1: piece of plastic. (laughs) Just a slogan.
0: I'm just wondering do we actually need to have that kind of disclaimer at these political conventions? Right. Right? this is actually an advertisement because my first thought is, I'm, and I remember having this as a kid, do people actually believe that? I mean, do they go to the store and buy that action figure thinking that they're going to pull it out of the box and it's going to, you know, the car is going to drive itself and it's going to, you know, what I mean, do people actually say, hey, I was gypped. That's not like it was in the commercial because even as a child, JC, my mind's already thinking, dude, this is a commercial. They're trying to sell you the product.
1: Yeah, you probably do have a different perspective these days. Kids probably think, like, they have that expectation. This ought to do that because they've seen things do that.
0: Oh, you know what, J.C.? I
1: In my day, I, I was mad fun. at the commercial, right? Not mad when I got the toy. I was mad at the commercial while I'm watching thinking, now you know that toy won't do that. Yeah. Why are you Why, are you why be, you lying? Right? Why, why are you, you lying? lying?
0: Why are you lying, right? Yeah. That little so, I,
1: I had a G.I. Joe. That, he ain't going to do all that.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. So here's I the think thing. Now it's reversed. Your perspective is you got mad. Right. My perspective is who's dumb enough to believe that. Yeah. That right. Too. <laughs> Who is dumb enough to believe that. But I'm thinking who's dumb enough to believe that at the Republican National Convention, they're not going to be pumping up the Republicans. Yeah. And at the Democrat National Convention, why are they why do you believe that they're not gonna be lying about who the Democrats are? Seriously. Donovan's back in the house. Thank you so much for your super chat, Donovan. Masks are as useless as our politicians, <laughs> Donovan says. Absolutely. I Absolutely. did I did see,
1: I did see uh, clips of um the first lady and her speech was very was a totally different tone actually than than either of the parties have used, <laughs> and it seems like she gave
0: her speech in the rose garden, right?
1: I don't. Remember, oh, that must have
0: flipped the. That must have triggered all no, the I, snowflakes I, I, after the rose garden kind of.
1: Uh, that may have been
0: catastrophe going know. on.
1: I don't know where she was, but uh, you know, she was she was just kind of even handed and conciliatory, and uh, you know, just just sort of normal. Sound like a normal, nice person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh rather than a po- politic like all the politicians that are just so rabid against anything everything everybody against each other that sort of thing. Right. So So it was str- it was actually strange.
0: <clears throat> See, Caisander to- said she was in the rose garden. Yeah,
1: rose garden. So I think they
0: had to have done that on purpose to just poke yeah. to trigger the snowflakes.
1: No, but it was really it was good as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um classy <laughs> just uh it was good. So I was I was Not shocked, but um, it was, you know, sort of lefty land Mm -hmm. in alternate reality, how they were attacking and characterizing her speech. Mm -hmm. Because I I, I, when you listen to her, like, you know, most of the most of the other speakers, it's just been sort of Trump is great. And here's why you guys should think Trump is great. Um, she really didn't. That wasn't her shtick, you know. And it was uh, <laughs>
0: maybe she doesn't think Trump is great. <laughs> maybe, <not. laughs>
1: but um, yeah. So it was. It was. It was like glaring that the Democrats could make no distinction. So right. So you can attack every other speaker for all oh, all they're doing is pumping up Trump. Uh, you do understand that Trump's running for office, right? And that's the whole point of the convention, right? Yeah. That, right. 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 That I know. Aside, setting aside, that's the um, whole point of the convention. You know, there's their whole ripping on that, and then okay, well, here's a speech that's not that, and and they still just attack, attack, attack. And the one thing was funny when you you see. Usually lefties talk long enough, and you see the stuff come out that they accuse everything everybody else of mm-hmm. so like bet mitler, total bigoted comment, bigoted bullying comments, right and here bet mitler was all about this thing, I think with her daughter being bullied or whatever, so then she comes out is basically bullying the first lady uh and and mocks her for her accent like this total you know, xenophobic Xenophobe. bigotry coming Xenophobe. out of her mouth. Which is the, <laughs> like again, same thing they accuse everybody else of, uh, when in fact that's how they are. And and
0: do as I say, not as I do. So but here's the I'm crazy a hypocrite. Thing.
1: but here's how stupid a comment that is, right? If you hear somebody speaking English with an accent, that means they know more than one language. So right off the yeah. bat, you're already dealing with a bilingual <laughs> person, right? So this is how stupid she
0: knows five languages,
1: right? So that's the other thing, right? Even if right. you don't know that, you're talking to a person who speaks two languages. So this is the it. This is how stupid people like Bette Mittler and all these lefties are. You're just they're just such. Oh, but you're supposed to, but
0: but they're the ones that are supposed to be like open borders. We immigrants make us who we are, but not yeah, when it's right. Donald Trump's wife, right? right? No, 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 whatever, right?
1: So again. Let, let's say for the thousandth time, all of that virtue signaling, signaling nonsense that they spew is pretense. Right. They don't believe a word of it. No. Simple no. fact.
0: It's just division. That's all it is. It's just right. a device to to, di- to to divide and control people. Total
1: pretense in order to control.
0: But the Republicans do the same thing, so it's the political party thing that that is that is what it is, right? Yeah. So, uh I wanted to talk about this this thing today. I hate these
1: And and I media should websites. I should add too, given her we'll speech, given her speech which once again demonstrates that she is independent. Yes. She's her own person, right? Yeah. Again, what they say is pretense because here's a great occasion for you to celebrate so-called feminism yeah here is a lady she's not her husband's puppet even even when he's the president of the united freaking states right she's up there giving a speech you know on his election commercial right it's a whole week commercial for him and she gets up she does her own thing speaks her own mind takes her own tone yeah so if the lefties actually believed what they preach and they don't then they would celebrate that. But we saw their hypocrisy on full display uh, of attacking this lady. Yeah. And remember the conversations as soon as Kamala Harris declared, within seconds, there were at least 30 articles I found basically saying, you can't criticize her from now on because she's a woman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right, that was
1: all the thing. Right, and then as soon as Melania steps on the stage, as soon as the first lady steps on the stage, boom, they got articles already ready to go, their tweets fired up, of the vilest attacks that that really have written days that that have absolutely nothing to do with Mm -hmm. what she said.
0: Right, exactly, nothing at all, nothing. Right. Okay, so let's talk about. I wanted to talk about this TikTok thing. From a legal perspective, J.C., people have been talking about this, whatever. Uh, TikTok sues Trump administration over looming U.S. ban. Now, we've talked about this a little bit, you know, but I thought this was something that we should talk about from, from a constitutional and legal perspective. So TikTok sued the Trump administration this Monday. Uh, what, yeah. in response to what it said is a heavily politicized executive order that seeks to ban the short-form video app from the United States. Constitutionally speaking, this is how it should work. Right? So, what we have is TikTok, a foreign corporation, suing the, the uh, Trump administration, which in reality, if they're suing because of the executive order, they're suing Donald Trump. But they're suing the United States through Donald Trump, right? So they're not suing Donald Trump. They're suing the United States through Donald Trump as the president of the United States. And so this is something that would be inter- will be interesting for us to watch from a constitutional legal perspective. What are the federal courts? Because this is original jurisdiction in the federal courts because it's a foreign, gov- a f- foreign corporation suing the United States for policy. So it would be very interesting to see how this lawsuit is going to be handled in the federal courts and how it's going to work.
1: I love some of the phrasing of their, uh, their uh, announcement. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I don't know if you were going to get into that. But Go ahead. You can cra- read it. No, just the part that cracks me up. So they talk about uh, we far prefer constructive yeah. dialogue over litigation, but with the executive order threatening to bring a ban on our U.S. operations, eliminating the creation of 10,000 American jobs. And this is what made me laugh. Irreparably harming the millions of Americans who turn to this app for entertainment.
0: Irreparably harming <laughs> you. You are what irreparably harmed <laughs> because you cannot open your TikTok app. Oh, right? Legitimate livelihoods that are vital, especially during the pandemic. We simply have no choice. Yeah.
1: So it's Well, not but the lawyers that, are going to say yeah, that. They, you yeah, know yeah, what sure. I mean?
0: Because they got to make, first off, if you're going to sue for, for something like this, you've got to prove irreparable harm. That's actually a legal term, right? Right. So the irreparable harm is is amusing. It is that it is, is hilarious. tied to
1: loss of entertainment.
0: Loss of entertainment. <laughs> but we had this conversation the other, JC, uh, the other day, JC. What is the god of America?
1: Yeah, entertainment.
0: That's so right. you're you're denying the so god of sense, America. Yeah. You're irreparably harming people because <laughs> they cannot worship freely associate and worship with their god of entertainment, right? Yeah. By the way, if you've not been with us for a long time, then you probably don't realize JC and I actually talk like this at home <laughs> when we're not on the air. JC and I, sometimes I think we have better conversations uh, in the car than we have on the air. I w- we have long When we travel, we have long road trips. As a matter of fact, we're, we're coming up on one in October. We're going to Oklahoma. We're going to have to drive from Amarillo to Oklahoma City. That's four, almost four hours. And so that's going to be a great, great conversation. And I just wish sometimes we recorded those. We could just play those on the air. They're really great. Hey, Larry Rogers with the Grant Super Chat. Larry Rogers says, JC and Chris Ann, I'm moving to Ocala next week. Wow. Uh, Their city council voted four to one to mandate masks. Yes, we know. Can you give me some information that I can share during their next council meeting to tell them why it violates the Fourth Amendment? Mm, no. But I can't tell you how it violates the Florida Constitution. Okay? Because we're dealing with Florida here, not the federal government. So let's keep that in mind. But, Larry, I can help you with that. Just send me a message. Uh, just send me... If you're on Facebook, send me a DM. If not, then you can contact me through the website. Go to chrisanhall.com. Hit the contact thing, and uh, we can we can talk that way.
1: Didn't the mayor and the sheriff telling the pack sands like they're not was that we're not doing that was that ocala?
0: ocala oh ocala you know what i was thinking i was thinking orlando
1: i thought ocala, ocala. no 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 the mask yes
0: mandate. no the sheriff of ocala rejected the mask mandate mm-hmm. so you don't have to wear a mask in ocala cuz the sheriff ain't gonna do nothing the, nothing the city they're not responding
1: councilman have no ability to they have arrest no
0: you. No ability to <laughs> arrest you. There's no arrest citizens power arrest, in in arrest. the Ocala City Council. So the sheriff said, No, I ain't doing it. You guys are dumb. For Barney. And so we're not doing that. Yeah. So uh, this is a, an update that people that's brand new, kind of breaking. I don't like talking about breaking because that makes it sound like I'm trying to take credit for something. But here we go. Um, a judge has blessed John MacArthur and Grace Community Church and told them, yes, you can wear, you can hold your indoor worship service.
1: They've been granted an indulgence. They've
0: been granted an indulgence from <laughs> the court. The the declaration of indulgence that comes from the California Superior Court, Judge Mitchell Beckloff, issuing a five-page declaration of indulgence uh, tell in County of Los Angeles v. Grace Community Church, denying the County of Los Angeles' renewed application for a temporary restraining order against the church and Pastor John MacArthur. Now, remember this good is good for him, good for yeah, this judge, good for this judge. Here's the thing: I w- remember how this works. This is an this is an interlocutory interlocutory motion. This is not the end of the case. This is the judge saying. You cannot force the church to stay closed while we're hearing the issue. So what happened was the uh, the county of of Los Angeles tried to get a restraining order to tell the church you have to shut down. The church says, no, we're not shutting down. Well, that's why you have this whole lawsuit, because look at this. The lawsuit is not Grace Community Church against the uh, county it's the county against the church so the county has gone to the judge and said look we have this order and they're not obeying tell them they have to obey and the court said nope not doing it we're not going to tell them they have to obey so now the lawsuit will go forward and as the lawsuit goes forward there will be no order to close the church yeah which is very interesting very, very, very Good interesting. Stuff. Hey, Larry, I just Good saw stuff. your message come through on Facebook. I'll try to get to you this evening. Just and so thank you, know you that. Thomas
1: More Society. Thank you, attorneys. Thomas
0: More uh, Society attorneys. Yes, that. Thomas More Societies. Is, Thomas Moore Society is one of our national First Amendment law, nonprofit law firms. Yeah, uh, they do great work, guys. They do great work. So there are people that you can support, uh, along with Chris Ann Hall <laughs> yeah. and J C Hall. So here's your 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 COVID update. I wanted to share this with you because I actually have a a web a, a video on YouTube, and I have an article at chrisanhall.com that explains how vaccinations can be derived from aborted fetal tissue. Okay, so this is actually an article that comes out of Australia. So the Oxford University uh, uh, vaccination for COVID that is going to be offered up to the people of Australia, the people and the churches are pushing back because the vaccination is created from harvested, aborted fetal tissue. So what you I want, I want to make this really clear to you because people are going to try to tell you there's no reason for you to have a religious objection to a vaccination. Um, Yes, there is. If your conviction, if if your personal conviction, if your religious conviction is opposed to abortion, then you have a strong religious conviction or a strong personal conviction that that would prevent you from shooting something in your veins that is derived from aborted fetal tissue.
1: You know, people find this shocking when I when I say this. <clears throat> I have many friends who are and acquaintances who are not religious, who have a strong anti-abortion uh, yeah. view because yeah. because they see it as a liberty issue. It's depriving. Uh, it, it's depriving a, another person of life, right? A potential right. person. So, and, and and this is the way I I've described it many many times. And the same thing these these folks say, my friends. Um, you know, the, there's a life a life process, right? Mm-hmm. It's a life process. And abortion interrupts that process and halts the life. So, in other words, if you didn't interfere, then that. Would be, you know, the, it would be a person born, okay, just like right. you and
0: I. Well, that's the whole term abortion. The word abortion means Stop. you stopped a process yeah. that has begun. Interrupt. Abort. 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 Right. You don't say abort, abort, abort if you haven't already started the maneuver. Right yeah. in the military, abort, abort. You don't abort a maneuver that hasn't begun.
1: Yeah. So I just want to mention that because you you were careful to say um, religious or personal, personal convi- of, uh, conviction. Right, exactly. And I know people cuz some people might be saying well, how do you have a personal conviction about that and it's not religious? Uh, I have many friends that um have that personal conviction and for them it is not uh it is not religious. Mhm. Yeah. It's the it's right to life. Right. Right? Right to life. Right to life. That we all we all have that <laughs> inherent an inherent right to life.
0: We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among these, life. Like yeah. number one, life. If you have to ask permission from the government to live, or the government has to give you the permission to live, then you are a slave. You don't have a right to life. So I mean, we can we can have this conversation all day, but you're not this is one of those things you're not changing my mind about. No. It's not happening. I, I
1: have a I have a personal and religious conviction. Yeah, I both have both.
0: <laughs> both liberty based and religious conviction yes. and based because which
1: I believe both are legitimate because of course from my perspective one flows from 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 the other mm-hmm. but I just wanted to be clear a lot of times religious people don't understand this mm-hmm. uh, you know it has to be this has to be a religious thing it's it's not necessarily a religious thing for for everyone in in that sense so um, <laughs> another reason why I say this is. You know, people in the life movement, mm-hmm. uh, you have allies beyond your religion.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. You have liberty
1: allies. That's like, that's like with hey, us, look, Jay, we work... Hey, look,
0: J.C., our haters in our yeah. chat room again. Welcome. <laughs> but, Welcome, hater!
1: Yeah, that's like we, we work with folks who, they don't believe, they don't have to believe everything we believe, but Mm-mm. we work under a, a shared interest in liberty issues. Right, exactly. And I know that's tough. Some religious people that they have very sort of extreme uh idea of who they can work with and and uh, who agrees with them whatever. So I just wanted to make sure you know you understand there there are different perspectives. Right, exactly. And you can still be on the same page.
0: Right, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't have to believe in God to have rights. But you do have to believe that your rights don't come from government. Right. That's the distinction you have to make. We can work on the details. But if you believe that your rights come from government, then we're not on the same side. We won't be on the same side. Because rights coming from government fail to be, uh, fail to be rights. If the government is handing them out, they have the power to take them away. If they have the power to take them away, if they, uh, let me put it this way, let's just do this. If the government is giving them to you, right, they not only have the power to give them to you, but they have the power to set the conditions upon which you can receive them. Now, the power to give under conditions, whether they're conditionless or with conditions, also contains the inherent power to take because I possess the power to possess them to begin with. So the power to give and the power to take means the power to control. If I am getting rights from government, then they are not rights. There are privileges being bestowed upon me under the conditions set by people in government to be removed by people in government. If people in government bestow upon you the rights, conditionless or not, and can take away those rights based on their own opinions, guess what, guys? That's the definition of slavery. Mm Mm-hmm. That is slavery. When one person, because we use that, we do this all the time. It's just a habit. It's lazy speech. Government, government, government. Government does not exist. Government is not an animate object. Right. People in government. So when you say government gives you rights, or my favorite one is law. You get your rights through law. What exactly law? Law self-creates? Law makes itself? No. People make laws. People are in government. When you try to tell me that your rights come from laws, they come from people. If you try to tell me your rights come from government, then they come from people. What you're telling me is that you believe that you and I are slaves where people in high office uh, actually assign value to us. Right That makes us their property, and that's that's why this is absolutely wrong, absolutely exactly. wrong
1: that's why that's why they're inherent rights, natural rights natural inherent, rights inherent it doesn't come from another person
0: does not come, does not come
1: or a group of people that make that's this thing we talked about today, how people come up with this another word government government. And somehow lose the clarity that government is people. So, I'm the same person who says I don't want to be controlled by another person. Right? I don't want to be a slave of another person. But somehow, when you magically group those people and give them another name, now you're okay with being a slave to other people. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Just so it's a it's a very illogical. Thought process.
0: So here's the question. Here's an interesting question in the chat room before I move on. Uh, can unemployment checks be stopped by the government? Absolutely. If you're getting money from the government, the government can stop giving you money. Right. Mm-hmm. If your check says U.S. Treasury, if your check says state of Florida, uh, those people in the U.S. Treasury, those people in the federal government who are giving you that check also have the authority to take it away. Now, some might argue, but that, that's the tax dollars they collect from me. Okay, two problems with that. It's not, right? The money they give back to you is no. not the money that you gave them, of right? Not. Because we are $200 trillion plus in debt. No, that means the money you gave them was spent 10 years ago at least at least 10 years ago. So don't even you don't even don't even tell me you're getting that money back. That money does not even exist anymore. You might as well just go throw it in a hole because that's that's what your money is. Your taxes so problem just the matrix. Yeah, the matrix. Number 2.
1: It's not an exchange. So of value. number
0: 1, your the money you give them is not the money you're getting back. The money you're getting back is the money that your children will be in debt to pay later, right? Number 2, right? Uh they don't think it's your money. Wh- what do you think they call it? Government revenue. They think it's theirs. They think that they are collecting from their commodity. You are their commodity. You are their chattel. You are your the cattle in the field. Mm-hmm. The money you send them, they believe is theirs. And, that's, and the, the Supreme Court will tell you that. The Supreme Court will tell you that the money that they collect from you in the form of taxes is actually government revenue. It's their money. How do I know that? Because when they give that money out, they're allowed to put strings on it. As a matter of fact, they're required to put strings on it. You can't put strings on money that I own. You can't put conditions of exercise of money that I own. If they're actually giving me back my money, then they can't tell me how to spend it. They can't audit me if I'm spending it. Right? So it's not your money, people. I mean, technically, it is your money, but it's not. The people in charge don't think it's yours. So we got we to set our minds straight. Until we actually engage in the revolution of the culture, that money's not yours. Far- so don't even talk about it. It doesn't farmer, belong to you.
1: The farmer never says the milk belongs to the cow.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you very he much. He believes
1: it's his to milk because he owns the cow. That's that's how this government sees you.
0: Yeah, you are the milk. So here, let me show you this. Speaking of milk, the I, I, I'm just... This stuff drives me nuts, JC. Absolutely drives me nuts. The post office expects $9 billion loss before this year. Okay, let's let's ignore the whole, we'll prioritize mail-in ballots before the election day. Right, that part, that little add-on there, is to distract you from the fact that the post office is going to be $9 billion in debt. I want people to understand that. A nine billion dollar loss means they missing nine billion dollars for this fiscal year.
1: Okay, here's a crazy thing.
0: They're missing it. They're not going to have it, which means nine billion dollars.
1: Here, here's the crazy thing. I hope you're going to
0: say this because I'm I'm not done with this. No, I just. No, I mean, keep it, going because I think it, you're going to do. Pro- you're going to say it for no, me. No, probably I'm good. not. Probably I'm good.
1: not. I was just having, from a practical standpoint, I just had this thought. Because we we ship stuff, we mail stuff as part of business. We we do that. Um, it, it's not it is not substantially more expensive to use a private carrier mm-hmm. than the mail, right? The mail the mail is not we rarely that use the postal office cheaper. Yeah, okay. We, we
0: use a private carrier.
1: So so what then would be? This is probably a dumb question from 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 the person right from from my standpoint, from the guy who needs to send something, what the heck would be the reasoning to use the post office? Right. Why do we even need the post office in this day and age?
0: Okay, that's a good point, JC. Here's the second point. Why would the government be allowed to have its own means of post office? to override the private businesses, right? So the Congress has just passed a bill to support the post office. Why aren't they supo- supporting FedEx? Why aren't they supporting right. the, the uh, UPS, right? Why is it that the government can take my money, it is my money, I know they don't think it is, but we're talking about reality, my money, and send it to an agency that's doing the same thing that a private corporation's gonna do anyway. Yeah. I mean, what exactly is the, the, the purpose of this? I understand that we have to establish what what we have maybe this is an amendment to the constitution that's necessary. I think so. Because in the do day that the Constitution was nonsense. written. I mean you had the, you had vast open fields. You didn't have any way for private companies to do this. Maybe we had private companies. Yeah, yeah, you, they, they actually the, did. Yeah, they actually did, didn't they? The
1: whole history of Lysander Spooner is about this.
0: Yeah. There you that, go. That
1: that basically vested interest drove him out of business. I mean, Lysander Spooner was coming up with U, you know, UPS, FedEx what? 100 uh, plus yeah, years ago? Yeah. Almost 200 years ago. So There's, you know, I don't know. It was an idea initially. Um,
0: Now, the establishment of post roads is different. Right. Post roads is an is a is a function of interstate commerce. Right. So post roads to get rid of this post roads is the interstates. Let me just let me just be clear here, because the Department of Transportation has gone beyond post roads. So the constitutional authorization for post roads is actually just the segments of road that connect the states to each other so that the commerce can flow between and among the states and so that foreign commerce you know, our foreign trade agreements can take place because we're able to transport goods. I just want to know, here's my thing, JC. If the post office expects a $9 billion loss, what corporation would be able to have a $9 billion loss and just say, oh, you need to give us more money? See, a corporation, why do you have a $9 billion loss? You have a $9 billion loss, number one, because people aren't using your service. They're not buying from you. Number two, you have a $9 billion loss because you have way too much overhead and way too many employees because you have not enough need for your product.
1: And you do it so inefficiently and ineffectively. And you,
0: well, well, and that's part of the fact that you have too many employees and too much overhead because you're inefficient. People aren't using you, right? Yeah, They're going to other people.
1: It's and it's, and But it's just like how the union works, too. It's all these pensions and, and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, so, so
0: here's the thing. Here's the thing. In a corporation that is $9 billion behind budget, The solution is not you hand them a $25 billion check. The solution is you go in and you revamp and you say, okay, how do we cut back here? We don't need this division anymore. I'm sorry. Some people have to lose their job. This is how things work in reality. We cannot sustain people's jobs in industries with our tax dollars. That's just simply not good business
1: but that's uh you really hit the nail on the head right there that's that's really the core of the problem so the post office just like any other government agency it it's like this its focus is not its function the no, focus is to create give jobs give
0: jobs to put to people, people on who the, want
1: government jobs to so, put
0: people on the government plantation yeah I don't want to be all racist, you know. People are like, oh, she said plantation. That's a racist dog whistle. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, there you go. That's Ameri- the bottom.
1: American Letter Mail Company, Lysander yeah. Spooner. So, you know, it's, it's not a new idea. And again, he was he was essentially driven out to create this mm-hmm. monopoly, this, this mm-hmm. quasi-government uh, office that we have now called the post office. And so, you know, it's not a new thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it... And maybe this seems like a trivial thing to to people, and maybe it is in the big scheme of thing. But just, it, I think it just illustrates the workings of government.
0: Right, right. right. You see
1: this kind of stuff, and then oh, we're we're losing nine billion. We're going to go nine billion in the hole because we can't run this thing and make a profit because we're totally inept. So right. let's just let's just rob from the taxpayers. Let's just milk our cows, and then we and we'll give more money to this losing business
0: right exactly no, how about
1: you cut your losses and stop stealing from us stop right. stop doing things that you obviously have no ability to do that the private sector is now doing much better better cheaper more it's, efficiently yeah it is it is cheaper when you think about because here's the thing people miss you say well i only pay you know 50 cent or whatever for a stamp that's pretty cheap well you can you can actually send a, a letter about that cheap with the private services too but then you don't think about Okay, there's some more fees you need to tack onto that because you're ponying up all the money to run that business. Okay. plus cutting the check for their nine billion dollar loss. Okay, let let. Let's... So how much is that letter actually costing you? How much is that stamp actually costing you? Not to mention enslaving your children. Part of the part of the puzzle of enslaving your children for years on end.
0: Let me ask you this question: Do you really believe? That people in America buy twenty-five billion dollars worth of stamps? <laughs> uh, uh, n- n- just do the math. Just do the math. You think we buy twenty? 20- well, at this point, nine billion dollars in a hole, an extra twenty-five billion. I don't know how much they get. So we're talking uh, bottom dollar here, thirty-four billion dollars. Because you know, they if they're nine billion in the hole, they got a whole lot more than that. They're getting twenty-five billion extra dollars. So $34 billion. Who buys $34 billion worth of stamps?
1: Okay. And here's another point. In, in the chat room, uh, Where, like we said before, they're not actually getting the money from you no. to cover the loss because that's already spent. So what are they doing? They're getting it from the Fed. They're printing money mm-hmm. out of thin air. Right. So then you have to calculate inflation, loss of the value of it, of that dollar you're right. spending on these stamps. Yep. So now your your stamps actually well they don't cost more. It's actually your dollar that buys less. So figure that in. How much are you actually paying to send a freaking letter when we we don't need to. And this is to me this is this is like a minor uh a minor thing that's emblematic of every freaking government agency that you can point to, right? So mm-hmm. multiply this problem that people can actually see clearer with the post office, multiply that to hundreds and hundreds of agency uh, that you probably can't even name, that you don't even know exist.
0: Right, right. And,
1: and so then that's why we're <clears throat> $25 trillion in debt on the books, $200 trillion when you add unfunded liability, right, that people don't even... That conveniently is not even included in the $25 trillion price tag.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um... We have just a few minutes left today, so I wanted to talk about this case. I found a bunch of great articles on Reason, and I've been trying to get to them for days, but things keep popping up. So I'm going to do this one today. Maybe we'll do some of the others tomorrow because there's some rights violations things. There's some things going on with the police unions at the New York Police Department. And the courts. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. We also have a defeat of qualified immunity in Kentucky that I really want to dig into, but I don't want to do this in the next, you know, four, five and a half minutes that we have left. But I did want to talk about this. I think we can do this pretty quickly. If it carries over, maybe we talk it again tomorrow. But Tennessee lawmakers. Before we do that, let's let me let me do this. How many of you guys have? Uh, heard of our god guns liberty shirt shop jc is a brilliant shirt master i'm gonna tell you what he That's just not true he no seriously you guys don't know he's got like uh, on his phone he has this list of shirts and and they're just like brilliant things right so you have this one the liberated tom which is now a uh, JC's copyrighted little phrase there Trademarked phrase Liberated Tom up, so Yeah I'm not your uncle property. Hey pop quiz guys In the chat room Who exactly is that a picture of?
1: A representation A of, representation of What he may have
0: looked like A representation of what he may have looked like Anyway yeah. Alright so figure that out. I just want to know why that guy looks like LeBron James Okay so Not Crispus Addicts, The other guy So anyway Um Don't need your permission for the 2A. I'd like to have a don't need your permission with a picture of a church in the middle of it. How's that? Don't need your permission. I like it. People like, where'd you get the leprechaun, JC? I bought it. Yeah? Yeah?
1: I didn't draw that when I bought it.
0: He bought it. All right. I've turned both cheeks. That's the church thing, right? (laughs) There you go. Uh, you can get all of these at GodgunsLiberty dot com. We've actually got the T shirts that JC and I are wearing, with in long sleeve now, f- because we're coming up in the northern states uh, with with our uh, wintry weather. weather, cold weather. So you can get hoodies, you can get long sleeve shirts, you can get all kinds of crazy great stuff out there. Yep. Don't forget as well, uh, you can get your education. At LibertyFirstUniversity.com, so you want to have car conversations like J.C. Hall and Chris Ann Hall? You got to be a student at L.F.U. to do that stuff like that. How many, fe- how much feedback have you had in the last few days, J.C. from from L.F.U. people about? I mean, we were just stopped going into the church today. Mm-hmm. I love Liberty First University. Somebody actually gave him a a, a subscription, so you can mm-hmm. purchase subscriptions for your favorite liberal who needs education, right?
1: I would do it for your favorite patriot. But favorite
0: patriot might actually use it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's something about casting pearls before swine. Oh, there you go. Well, the
0: guy that we talked to was not a liberal. He's actually a patriot. So he was using it. He's excited about learning it, you know, that sort of thing. So let me show you this. Tennessee lawmakers respond to police reform protests by threatening voting rights and gun rights. Now, (laughs) this is... This is actually a legitimate complaint, and I do not rea re—I don't—I just—I want to know why. Why do we have to make these things sound so re- so ridiculous? Because the average person's going to look at that and go, "Pfft, right, whatever, right." So here's what's happened. So you have uh, Thursday of last week, Republican Governor Bill Lee signed into law HB eight thousand five. Uh, the highest profile part of the bill turns the crime of illegal camping on state property from a misdemeanor to a felony. <laughs> a felony. Okay? It's pretty. That is serious. crazy. <laughs> camping on state, pro- illegal camping on state property. Do you know what that means? If you go to a state park, and you you you're camping on the state park grounds and maybe you stay a day longer than your little permit thing. You're now technically committing a felony. A felon. You are a felon in the state of Tennessee.
1: I'm a I'm a strong believer that a felony uh, should be reserved for the level of a, a violent a, a crime of violence against life or 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 maybe property. You didn't damage anything.
0: Illegal camping (laughs) in the state of Tennessee, and you can no longer own a firearm for the rest of your life. Right. And and it doesn't matter if you leave Tennessee, JC, because that little felony thing will follow you everywhere you go. That's a little you will yeah. be a felon everywhere this is right? what
1: happens when you get this sort of emotional reaction oh these stinking you know antifa or whatever you know these these crazy people with their tents and camping which actually it's it, now let's it, be it's clear. crafted for something else it's really not even about no. camping but but that's no. what happens you get no. they, he's so mad you get so mad at all the protesters and we're we're going to show them and the statist then you do this
0: let me mention to you
1: and that's when when the people, people that are not these people are the ones going to yeah. get caught up in this. And, the only thing you right.
0: have to do to be a felon is camp. <laughs> camping is now your felony crime.
1: Come on, buddy. So
0: if you, you want to uh, you, trespassing, right? We already have a crime for trespassing. Right. Why do we have to make felony God, camping?
1: You know, is I mean, we already have thing? a
0: crime for for there, there's so many crimes that are already on the books for that, but now we have to take away somebody's right to keep and bear arms, and we have to take away their right to participate as a citizen. Not only that, you're a convicted felon. How many jobs can you not get? You know what do you what what'd you do to get in here? I was camping. Right. Yeah. What 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 you doing here? I was camping. What? Seriously? Oh, I see, uh, Mr. Jones, uh, in your job application that, that you're a convicted felon. Can you can you please explain to me what, you know, tell us what you did while I was camping?
1: <laughs> you have to riot in the campground. <laughs> no,
0: uh, what? You don't even have to riot in the campground. You don't have to destroy anything. You just simply have to be camping right. on state property. Notice, by the way, it's not anything to do with... With the protest, because if they make it about the protest, now you have a violation of your right to peaceably assemble.
1: (laughs) I was arrested by the post office while camping.
0: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I was arrested by the post office while camping. Mm -hmm. Yep, guys, that's how dumb things have gotten. (laughs) (sighs) Here we go. Yeah. You you need to make that a t-shirt. Down, I was arrested. Down, I was no, arrested but, by the post office <laughs> while camping. <laughs> no, but what And that, now I'm a felon.
1: But you talk about that like that's what it always comes down to so many times. Just enforce the legit laws that exist. It's like they always want to up the ante and once you start just creating All this willy-nilly, and they don't think about the consequences of who else you're hurting by coming up with this statist nonsense.
0: So we are, you guys know that we teach at the River School of Government here in Tampa. We are in the second day of classes of this quarter. And the second day of classes, one of our students says, I just, uh, my mind is blown. Because, you see, I thought my whole life the job of people in government was to make laws. Right. How many people out there do you know that think that the job of government that you send people to your state capitol for the sole purpose of making laws. <laughs> like that's How their only job. They sit around. So that's what happens, JC. Oh, we got to make a law against camping. We got to make it a felony to camp because that's our job. We make laws. If we don't make laws, then they won't think we're doing our job.
1: How many political science <laughs> degree programs or government degree programs do you know that are teaching it's not the job of your legislature? To make laws.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually have Only a lawyer in one. our class. Yeah, yeah. Only one place that I know of <laughs> on the entire soil of the United States of America that has a college-level course that teaches its students that the purpose of government is not to make law. Right. That people in government are not elected to make laws.
1: Liberty. 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 Individual liberty. Liberty. Look at the
0: oath of office. The oath of office is I do solemnly swear that I will make laws. (laughs) Come on, people. Reading is fundamental. All right, we went a couple minutes over, guys, so I'm just going to thank you for your extra time. You got a little bonus for your educational dollar today. Don't forget, we are here Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to chrisanthal.com. Sign up for the su- for the class in uh, uh, and around Dallas, Texas on September 4th. Do it, do it, do it. Support what we're doing. Help us get the job done. We want to educate you. We want to disciple you so that you can be a force to be reckoned with. I need one of those Hollywood voices. Yeah. A force to be reckoned with for liberty first.
1: It's a good question, Ginger. Maybe we'll get that next episode.
0: All right. Great. Love you guys. See you next time.